Amen. Questions that Jesus asked, and uh, I will be going through those. Amen. And I will, Matthew chapter 10, and I will begin reading verse 22 through 28. In fact, I'll just read verse 29 also. Verse 22, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be, shall be saved. And when ye are persecuted, you in one city flee unto another. For very I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man be come. The disciple is, is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciples to be as his master and the servant as his Lord if they have called the master of the house Beelzebub. How much more shall they call them of his household? Amen. There's the question. Amen. That Jesus is asking there. Amen. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in the darkness that speak ye in the light and what you hear in the ear that preach as upon the housetop. And fear not them which kill the body, but, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are ye not, are, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall to the ground without your father? That's another question that he was asking. He was, he was and I could read on there a little bit, and and he'll tell you that you're more valuable. You're more valuable than a sparrow. Amen. And uh, this is Jesus's talk. Uh, Jesus began in the first few verses of this chapter uh, when he called unto him his twelve disciples. He gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. Now, the name of the 12 apostles are these. And uh, if you want to uh, take Mark, Mark chapter 6, if you want to turn there later on, uh, it will tell you that they went out two by twos. And notice the reading here that I'm going to read here in verse 2. And the first was Simon, who's called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. So there is the first two. James, the son of Zebedee's, and John, his brother. That's the sex group. Phillips and Bartholomew, that's another group. Thomas and Matthew, the publican, that's another group. James, the son of Alphaeus, and, and that's another group uh, whose surname was Thaddeus. And Simon and, and, and Canaan, amen, excuse me, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who was betrayed him. That's the sixth group of twos. If you'll notice there that all of those disciples, they went out two by twos, so Mark says. And so in the reading here, it's uh, one disciple and, and, and then there's, uh, there's a change, and there, there's two more. Amen. Amen. Uh, there, uh, there is a, 
when he sends them out, you know, here he speaks to them in verse number five, he starts instructing them. And Jesus takes from the verse five all the way through to verse number 42, talking to those disciples before he sent them out, instructions and, and tries to warn them and, and, and so forth and, and letting them know what they're going to be facing. And that's what I read to you a while ago, amen, verse 22 through 29, is uh, some of the things that uh, he, was, he was telling them to expect to happen to them. And um, I, uh, I was reading commentaries and so forth and talking there and, uh, uh, about, uh, about the, what he was telling the disciples and all the things that he was telling them to be aware of and be understanding of. I don't think that they could probably, all of those things probably didn't happen to them. But it's in the Bible. You know why I think it's in the Bible? I think it's, it's for all saints of God, all the people. Amen. To understand what kind of opposition you will have if you, when you give your life to God. Uh, it frees you from sin, but it brings in, if you just put on the uniform of God, and you're going to have opposition the rest of your life from the devil. Amen. And excuse me, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to take you off off of anything, but uh, one person got up and uh, said, the devil's been after me all day long, praise God. And uh, everybody said, well, hallelujah, praise God. I, I, the devil's going to be after you. Don't let him get you. Because the devil is going to be after you. Amen. Amen. Ever, everything that Jesus was telling those disciples doesn't only apply to them in that moment. But he was letting us know, amen, here in the scriptures that you and I can read and recognize, well, that's the way, it's, it's, it, that's the way it still is. Amen. Amen. He, you're going to have opposition. Amen. Jesus tell them they're going to be rejected. Amen. In, in some places they go or whatever. But don't stop. Amen. There. Keep on. Amen. I've told the story a time or two, or excuse me, times or times or twos. <laughs> About I had someone walking with me when I was knocking on doors. I just, in fact, I've knocked on most all the doors. This has been, it's, it's been a long time ago. But there's a lot, whole lot more houses now. But from from the uh, from Main Street South, pretty well covered the whole place, knocking on doors. And I had this person w go with me one time, knocking on doors, and they they uh, they didn't treat us very well. They didn't say nice things to us. And uh, so when we stepped off that porch and we started on the, to another place, he went to the car, started the car. Said, "Hey, where you going?" <laughs> We're knocking on doors. We're, we've got another house over here. Uh, in other words, he was ready to give up right then. Amen. But Jesus speaking not only to that generation, but I say he was speaking to this generation. Christians today, 
should expect to be persecuted for Christ's sake. Amen. I want you to notice, uh, notice chapter 10, verse 12 through 15. This is in that same chapter. And when you come into the house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come unto it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when you depart out of that house, Amen. Shake off the dust of your feet. Amen. And then he said it'd be more, it'd be more, uh, uh, be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the days of judgment than for that city. Uh, I do believe. I do believe today that that the Lord can, He can handle, He can handle your opposition. And let you just keep on going like you are. Trusting in him. Trusting in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Just in all your ways acknowledge him. And, and, and he will, amen, direct your path. Government has risen up against the church. <laughs> the early church. If you ever read Fox's Book of Martyrs or anything about the uh, early church in the Roman Empire, you will know that they could they they thought of everything that they could do almost as a human body. Amen. And to make other people scared to death that uh, that that wanted to be a Christian. But you know what you know what the uh, some of the writers say? The blood of the martyrs were the seeds of revival. Amen. It didn't phase them what the Romans did to them. They just kept on multiplying. Praise God. Amen. Uh, chapter 10, amen, I mean, just read on verse 17. This is, this is all the instructions that Jesus was giving his disciples, and it's printed for us. Amen. But beware of men when they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues, and ye shall be brought before the governors and kings for my sake and for the testimony against them, amen, and the Gentiles. But when you they are delivered you up, take no thought, amen, how, how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour that you shall speak. Uh, and uh, wow, what, a, what an encouragement. Amen, you walk. By faith and not by sight. I I was some of those miracles that I was talking about. I read this week was was how that it, that some of our peoples, even some Christians, went into China and um, and they were frisking everybody down. Uh, I I read Core Ten Bloom, okay, and that, but I, but she tells how that she. Walked into even she got she got all the way into the uh, prison camps where they were they had slayed I don't know how many thousands of women in women's area slain them all, but she was able to get her Bible in there even when she was stripped and uh, they couldn't find it it was on her. But uh, need I say? But the thing is, 
governments is not going to set well, bode well with some of us. Amen. The government's going to rise up against us. Amen. And then Jesus in verse 22 started talking to us how to respond to that. Don't let it shake your faith. Amen. And I know that we got some new people, but I, I, it's, it was, it's stuck in my mind. I've told it several times. The Thompsons, when they were in, when, when they were in Columbia, South America, and uh, this young man, he just got in the church, and uh, he was sitting in a barbershop reading, reading his New Testament that he had. And somebody come in and stomped it in the ground or stomped in the floor and told him to never do that again and called the police to him and they put him in and they, they were beating him. They started beating him and then they wouldn't change him. So they put two five-gallon buckets of rocks on a pole and made him run with that pole from one end of the prison to the other while it was beating on him. And uh, he fell, and so they throwed it back on his shoulder and broke, it, broke his collarbone, broke his shoulder. They throwed it on the other one. And so uh, then the word got to, the, to our missionary, Brother Thompson, and uh, he went down and paid, his, paid a fine for him and, and pleaded with uh, some of the authorities, and they, they let him out. And he got back to Brother Thompson's house. They got in the door, and he just was so weak. He's laying against the door, and he said, oh, just to think that Jesus caught me worthy to suffer. It's a lot better than I would have done. I wonder why they did that, and they had no right to do it, and so on and so forth. I want to tell you something. The devil's going to try every way possible to prevent us from getting to heaven. And you can just tell him goodbye because he ain't going with us. Amen. Praise God. But all this could not have happened. I say a while ago, amen, in the short time that the disciples, I do not know how long they were out. In fact, it doesn't really, the Bible doesn't tell us how long they were, they were out preaching in these various places. Amen. And, and uh, Jesus of course, he had, like I say, he, he took a long time giving them instructions, trying to help them. Amen. Folks, if you really know what you got, you can endure whatever the devil throws your way. With the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. The joy that was the words of Jesus in these scriptures is written, amen, to his disciples in the 21st century. So if you want to take your time after tonight and read the 10th chapter of, uh, of Matthew, you can get some good pointers there on how that Christians are supposed to do. Not just preachers, I don't think. You know, I think that each one of us recognizes the fact that we've got a battle to fight and we've got a devil to f- defeat. Amen. Amen. We just say say this. I know that you and I are so blessed to be an American. Even now, we may fuss about our uh, fuss or 
have faults with our government now. And uh, I do know that it's the way it's going. I sure, I, I, I know it's what, where it's going to wind up. Uh, I feel like seeing things. But in Nigeria, I'm sure in the last two, three years, you've heard of Nigeria and the Boko Haram. Amen. They, they raided Christian girls' schools in the northern part of Nigeria to take the, take the children away. And all the young girls that was 12 or 14 years old became wives of some of those men. And the others that were not young, old enough, uh, some of them got back and some of them we have no idea what all's done. But they, was, they, they were there for one purpose and that was to find someone that they could sin with. I guess that's the best way. Iran. Read a story of Iran. This young lady, uh, she was uh, she was an Iranian, and uh, she was in the prison cells where all the young ladies that they had brought they had brought them in because they were Christians. And she was telling what all that was done to them before they killed them. And it was it's it's so horrible that you just can't hardly talk about it. And, uh, and just because they were Christians, just because they were Christians, they brought they brought they brought some of those Emmas in and married them. They married those girls, and just as soon as they married them, they called them they were adulterous, and so they killed them. And uh, and and that's going on now, brothers and sisters, right at the present moment. Can you still believe that? Thank God for America that we have and to know that how blessed we are in America, but don't, don't forget they're a part of the church. These folks are just Christians just like you. China, there's tens of thousands or millions of people now imprisoned in China just because they were Christians and they are very much abused and probably into slavery. And, uh, and, and we are so blessed we are so blessed. Amen. Thank God. Thank God that we still can worship here tonight very freely. And that we have no guards out. Amen. To make sure that the police don't come. This has happened in just the past few years. And we read of God's people in the Old Testament. Back in Genesis chapter 12. Let's turn back to Genesis chapter 12. And I'll begin reading verse 1, 2, and 3 there. Amen. And this is, this, is, this is when God is choosing his people. A person, should I say. In Genesis chapter 12, the Bible says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God chose Abraham and his seed to be the separated people that was to be an example to the world around them 
of what a God child could be like. Amen. God gave them promises of security, protection from the enemies. From the time, amen, that they, uh, of course, God, you know, the word says they, they were going to sojourn in Egypt for about 400 years, and it was 400 and close to 40 years before they left. Uh, I don't, I'm not trying to, that's what time says. But God showed his mighty power to his people at that period of time. Amen. But it didn't stop him from a lot of things. But oh my goodness, I, I, uh, I preached from this and Brother Harrelson's preached from this and other preachers have preached. We've heard it so many times about all the great things that God did for the children of Israel. Amen. Through not only the times of journeying to the promised land, but after they got to the promised land, amen. And uh, in the battles, amen, of, of, uh, they, that they fought and, and the judges, the period, the period of the judges, amen, and course, uh, the first of the kings and chronicles, all through, amen, the, the first and second Samuel, first and second kings, first and second chronicles. It's all just basically a miracle things that God has done for his people. Amen. Now, there's, there's a lot of things there. There's a lot of things there, too, that when Israel would fail, they would always, the enemy would always come against them. And uh, the Bible says that Moab was God's wash pot. <laughs> what he would say, what it really says is that when Israel would fall into idolatry, Moab would come over there and clean them up a little bit. And uh, they'd get, get called back on the Lord. Amen. And uh, it was just basically just through it, through it, wherever you want to turn in the Bible in the Old Testament, you'll find not only the problems that the people of God had, but how God would miraculously, amen, bring them through, amen, those problems or after they had repented and so forth. It, it's, that's what the Old Testament is. It's an example talking about what all is going to happen, amen, in, in the process, amen. There was no political powers Amen. That was really uh, able to overcome them when they were right with God. Amen. I I I've read through, and there's some things that I don't I, I, you don't you don't get an understanding of, I guess. But many of the battles that Israel fought, many times it never tells that they lost a person. They would fight battles, Jericho was one of those, amen, that they didn't really lose anybody in that battle. They just, they lost, they lost some afterwards because Achan got a Babylonian garment and the, amen, stole some gold, silver, amen. But uh, coming up to Jesus' time, I'm just walking through the Old Testament right quickly, but telling you that God has always protected his people when they were right with him. When Christians are Christians, amen, 
Could I say it that way? When Christians are living Christian life, uh, you're, 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 you're protected. God's got his hands on you. Hallelujah. And even in the religious, you know, the, well, let me just put this in here. The world is religious. Everybody is religious. They have a capacity of human that he has to feel like that he's, he has a, an ability to get su- supernatural power from some source. Amen. When the children of Israel, Ezekiel chapter 8 and verse 14. Um, I'm jumping the gun a little bit here. But Ezekiel chapter 8 and verse 14. Ezekiel was grabbed by the hair of the head and brought back to Israel, back to Jerusalem, so uh, he could prophesy and tell them exactly what was going on. So he dug through the wall and looked, and there was people there worshiping Tammuz in the temple of God. Or in the, in the amen, they was, uh, they was Solomon's temple, I guess. It was still some probably somewhat standing or it was uh, in, in, the, in the place where it was. They were looking to the east and they were worshiping Tammuz. After all that they had gone through, they still hadn't, they still hadn't fought, forgot their, or they sure hadn't lost their idolatrous worship. Now, I'm not going to get into what, why the, that, that was, but the only thing I can say is, amen, that uh, it, was a, it was a thing ingrained in humanity to worship something. Amen. And I would say once again, amen, that America is a blessed country now. 90% of all the missionaries that's around the world today in any denominations of Christianity. Either England, Canada, or the United States, 90% of them come from these three countries. Because there's, there's a blessing, there's freedom, and, and, the, and that we have been a Christian, uh, a Christian nation per se, in our in our in our protection of the Christianity up to now, and that's one thing that we certainly need to be praying for. That God will help us, Amen, through it all. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The only hope for America is, Amen. And uh, I'm going to Second Chronicles. I'm just going to conclude with these few words here. Or Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. I'm sure that most of you can probably remember that. How many, how many know what 2 Corinthians 7 14 is? What's that? Who said it? If my people, which are called in my name, humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then, then, now this is 
this is when Solomon was, was dedicating the temple. And, and God spoke these words. It's not, it's not when Solomon said it. It's recorded here, but God said this. It's my people. And he was referring to the people of God in the Old Testament, which were the Jews. Amen. And then I want to tell you, amen, that same thing or same, I believe, would fit us today. And I'll preach from it again some of these days, maybe shortly or maybe longer. I don't know. But that is one of the most, I guess, scriptures that I, I feel like it is a, it, if it's, if it's applied to our lives, if we obey that scripture, we will have revival. Amen. I believe it. Amen. It was Israel at its apex when Solomon, amen, wrote this down or this scripture God spoke here when Solomon was dedicating the temple. I want to read on from 7th chapter, just a few verses of scripture. And I think it can, can apply to, to us today if my people, if my people will call by my name, will humble themselves and pray. Verse 15 says, Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attentive to the, into the prayers that's made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name, may be there forever, and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. And as for thee, this is for Solomon, if thou wilt walk, amen, before me, as David thy father walketh, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and shall observe my statutes and my judgments, then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom. Amen. Solomon, you got a commandment here to if you will walk before me and do as your father David was, is seeking after my own heart, amen, these things are going to be a part of Israel's future. Amen. Scripture we studied, Matthew chapter 10 and verse 22 through 28 that we just read at the beginning of our lesson today. The Lord told us these are things that are going to befall you when you're in the world. But I'm going to tell you, nothing can get us, nothing can destroy the church except it destroy itself. Amen. I'm just going to remind you from right on from there. I'm going to read verse 29 through 32. Amen. Are not two sparrows, this is the second question, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. Uh, your father be a very, but the, <coughs> but the very hair of your head are numbered. You believe that? Fear not, therefore, you are more value than many sparrows. Wherefore, therefore shall... Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whatsoever or whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. 
Think not that I am come to send peace in the earth. I have come not to send peace, but a sword. I am come to, to set a man at, at variance against his father and against the daughter and against the mother and, and so forth. And he was saying that there's going to be a lot of problems, a lot of situations and circumstances. I'm going to send you out. Amen. And may I just say once again in conclusion here today, tonight, we are sent from God. Amen. And whatever, whatever the uh, Lord wants from our lives, uh, we need to just say, Lord, amen. Ain't nobody going to shake my faith. Hallelujah. You need to experience in God to know. You can all fall back to it and say, I know what God did for me. I know what the cleansing blood feels like because God, you know. I know why he's brought me through. Amen. And I know that God speaks to me at times. May not speak to you visibly or uh, vocally or but I believe that God speaks to all of us at times and we feel the urgency. Nobody can come to the Lord except the Spirit drawing. So every sinner feels the drawing power of God. They may not know what it is, but they feel the convicting spirit that God's trying to wake them up. Amen. Preaching. Amen. I pray tonight that I've said something that would stimulate every one of us to have a greater determination to hold, hold out to the end. Amen. Determined to make, going to make it, regardless of the persecution. Amen. Jesus told us it's going to be persecuted. We're going to be mocked. We're going to ridicule. We're going to be a lot of things. But he that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. That's what he said. Amen. In our text. Praise God. Why don't we just love God right now and worship him a little bit. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you, God, for your word, Lord, your promises. And God, to know that your disciples, Lord, amen, with exception of Judas, it didn't matter what happened to them. Even though, God, even in time, we understand that every one of them had a martyr's death except John. And yet, Lord, none of them failed you. But they showed, they showed the world and they showed the sinners of that day Amen, that they, they had something that was absolutely unmovable, unshakable in their faith in you. I've read too many times, God, about the lions in the arenas in Rome and even, God, how they worship you as the Lord, they would turn the lions loose. And even, Lord, sometimes the soldiers that fought them in there, they stripped off their uniforms and offered their lives to because they saw that those Christians had something worth dying for. And so, Lord, help us, God, to live for you. And, God, if necessary, be willing to offer our lives to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Brother Justin, we're going to come talk to you.